These four words screaming in your head, are we having fun yet? 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 I think so. I think it's time to have some fun. So let's get into the show. It's going to be a good one. So you are definitely listening to yet another episode of this Told by Reese podcast. I'm your host, Reese. I am your host, Reese. Just finished off a glass of wine, so we're going to have some fun today. So before I started this episode, I had this whole idea about something else I was going to do. But as I started it, like always, I've been I've I've, uh, I've got some inspiration in some other way. And because I'm so inspired in the other way, I was like, well, maybe I should do two episodes back to back, do the episode about the topic I was going to talk about and do this episode, this episode which just screamed across my mind. And I said no, because I don't know whenever I'll ever do this other episode if I don't do this episode first, the episode that I'm inspired to do. So this episode, I'm going to do an episode I'm inspired to do. And so the question is, what exactly am I inspired to do? I'm going to talk about something funny. I'm going to talk about something serious. I'm going to talk about something from left field. I'm going to talk about something that relates to the very last episode. You remember the last episode, the one you listened to? You definitely listened to it, right? Of course you did. Of course you did. Because you listen to all my episodes of the As Told by Reese podcast, which is on all or are on all streaming platforms, I think. At least the ones you don't have to pay for. I don't know about the ones you do have to pay for, because I don't see a dime of it. But remember, you can always email and do other things. But that's not important right now. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. In this episode, I want to talk about something that I've witnessed in modern history. Something dark and insidious. Actually, it's neither of those things. Well, it's kind of dark. I don't know if it's insidious or it's just stark contrast to what we grew up on. So to begin, I was going to do some lyrics from this song. What's the song in particular? Well, the song is called Superman's Dead by Lady Peace. I was going to read some lyrics because I always thought that was a very interesting hook. It's a nice sounding song. Um, Very much a, a, a reflection of that era. Of that, that was that late 90s rock, if I can be certain. If I can be certain, it's late 90s rock. It's just our Lady Peace, Superman's dead. So, in that, in the titular song, in that song, the, the that was simple. It was tell me why Superman is dead. And I thought, oh man, that would be a great, not only title for the episode, but then I can use those lyrics to really match what I'm trying to say during this episode. <clears throat> but I looked into the lyrics more and I'm like, ah, yeah, it does fit. It does match. But I, I want to, the point I'm trying to make is a bit different. See, according to genius, according to the band, Superman's dead was seen by the band as a dark statement on how much television kids watch and the content of it. It looks at the dark expectations that are garnered from media image. Um, Youthful TV pleasures, images are defined by television, how they should think, or what they should wear, other things. Which is not at all, well, no, nah, I can't say not at all, but not exactly where I'm going with mine. But hey, I still read some lyrics out, and gave you a 90s, late 90s rock song to look up and listen to, or not listen to. 
<sighs> but I wanted to go back to that. Superman, as we know him, is dead. Superman, as we know him, has been dead for a while. I say that in a very practical sense. <clears throat> the Superman we know from the Golden Ages, Truth, Justice, and the American Way, he, he, he no longer exists in comics. But the Superman archetype character, as we know him, as the paragon of justice and virtue, of all things good, great, he's uh, undergone some radical changes. Which is interesting to me. This is very interesting to me. So Superman is one of the oldest comic book characters to exist, really. Superman appeared in comics in, in any way, shape, or form in 1938. At this point, he, it's almost 20. It's, it's closer to 2038 than it is 1938. <laughs> so, yeah, 17 years away from being 19, uh, 2038. So, Superman is, is quite, quite the elder statesman, the elder statesperson. And Superman was this cookie-cutter, wonder-bred, all-American, next-door, all, all those things as you can get. He's always doing good. He's always saving the day. He's always the, the last line of defense. He's, he's, like I said earlier, truth, justice, and the American way. Soup, that Superman rarely failed. He, If he ever got knocked down, he would always get back up. But he was inherently two things. Very corny and very much a good guy. He was the Boy Scout. He was never cool. What he was was overwhelming. He was awe-inspiring. He was this great godlike figure. But he was never all that cool. Because he, he had to be a bit square. He had to be a bit corny. If you want cool characters, go for that Dark Knight, that Batman character that you kids like so much. Or go to, you know, any of those hipster Marvel characters with their moral ambiguity, <laughs> with their drinking problems, with their... Crisis of conscience <laughs> with their anxieties. No, Superman never suffered from what any, most any other superhero suffered from. His problem was never that he wasn't ever strong enough to defeat the opponent. His problem was always he's too strong. He had to hold back because he didn't kill. He was an alien. And this is always important. He was not an earthling, he was an alien. From a different place that crashed down in small town USA and was raised by some relatively good people. Maybe even some great people. But thanks to them, he became the square, lovable, big lunk, kind of goofball Clark Kent that we all have come to know, and most of us not, to, or many of us not to love. And see, unlike a lot of other superheroes who see themselves as a superhero, he always saw himself as a normal person who happened to be the superhero, relatively speaking. Hey, listen, if we want to go, we want to do a deep dive on this, etc., etc. But it's cool. And people loved superhero. Loved that superhero. They loved them in comics, and they loved them in movies. Especially 
if I may say so, the Christopher Reeve interpretation of Superman. They really, really loved it. But then something happened. Something started changing. And I think it's because we started changing, we started seeing Superman differently. Here's this guy who can do anything he wants. Anything he wants. At any time. And most people would be at the the <laughs> the mercy of his whims. Period. Lois, Jimmy, everyone, anyone, all the other fellow superheroes that he calls friends and colleagues and compatriots, everyone would be in more than trouble if Superman decided, hmm, I don't know what I feel like doing today. Maybe I'll be a bad guy. But he never did. He never wavered, for the most part. He never wavered. Except sometimes they do a what if, or there's mind control in play. There's always some mitigating circumstance. Some way, somehow, Superman would always come back to the good side and help the good guys save the day. Or he would be the thing that made the good guys save the day. He He's the, uh, he's the big nuke. He is the... He is the checkmate. But something changed. I want to say we changed. And comics... Uh, art forms, art forms in media are always a reflection of the environment in which they are written, or often are. So what started happening? What's happened recently? Let's look at what's happened recently with Superman. What did they do with the Superman character? And why do I say that? Because in every media that's not DC... Every story, superhero, there's always a Superman character. Even if it's not Superman. There's been plenty popping up lately. And what do they decide to do? Most times, with that Superman character who's not Superman. Who's not Clark Kent. Well, something very interesting. They do something very interesting with him. Which I think can reveal a lot about us. Boiler alert. Let me give you a spoiler alert. Let me give you a spoiler alert right now. Um, I'm going to talk about a few different characters. And there will be spoilers in there. So I just want you to be aware. For the rest of this, this will be a spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled, you can you can, you can can turn away from this. But I'm going to talk about three different movies slash TV series slash whatever they are. I don't know. I, you can't really call it TV if it's like on Amazon Prime or blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to talk about three characters in particular. Omni-Man from Invincible, Homelander from The Boys, and The Kid from Brightburn. All three are obvious Superman, I'm not going to say knockoffs, but obviously Superman-style characters. Two of them were portrayed as the heroes of the Earth, of at least the American people, but the Earth. Two of them were portrayed as heroes. One was portrayed as a kid that was found... And a farm. He was he, he crash landed on a farm with a family. And here's a spoiler: all three ended up being evil. Some will argue against them being evil, but they were evil. They all killed people, killed innocent people. I think that's 
in the context of a um, fiction, in the context of fictional movies, fictional references, that's how you show a character being evil, unequivocally evil. Like, there may be some nuance, but when they maliciously and violently kill off people, innocent people, just living their lives. Now, they all had their different reasons, different rhymes. <sighs> One, because he could. One, because it was his duty. And the other, because he's a, he's a child who is scary, who is frightening. But all three of them, Superman characters, with all the power in the world, unchecked power, the type of power that nobody else could stop, decided, hey, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be bad. I'm going to be evil. Even though none of them saw their actions as evil. They just saw their actions as an extension of who they are. Whatever. Or they could do it. They did it because they could do it. There was no one to stop them. There was no one to check them. In one case, there eventually would be. That would be Homelander. In other two cases, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't think Brightburn had a follow-up. And I'm not too deep into the Invincible lore to know if Omni-Man ever <laughs> got checked. I don't know. I don't know. Now, we could go argue about, hey, in the story, he came back and did this, did that. Listen, not there. But upon first blush, these guys are inherently different than the character that they were based off of. And for me, that's just a reflection of how a lot of people actually feel about Superman. Number one, they think no way could Superman exist. I mean, that's obvious. There can't be a super-powered human being that can do all that stuff. But it, they don't think he can exist in this way. If there was a Superman, he would not be good. He would not be good. He would not be good. I particularly say he. So Phil, maybe? Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. Now, in one universe, all the heroes are bad. Hmm. That should tell you something. But even the creators, not really the creators of Superman, but even DC, which houses Superman, had a long run and a lot of fun with what if Superman was evil? What if Superman was evil? They called it the Injustice series. And did they do it so they can make a video game out of it? I don't know. Just kidding. I don't know. I don't know enough. But is what if Superman, what if something drove Superman to the brink of no return? To where he's deciding he has to kill. And well, you know, Batman isn't going to stick around and watch him kill. So he's going to fight that. And eventually it became a, you're on this side or you're on that side. And Superman became an overwhelming dictator. Who eventually was taken down in the end. But it's, it tells me something about us. 
we don't believe in Superman. Which is why we hate him. At least part of it. At least part of it. We want Superman to be a bad guy. We want Superman to be a bad guy so bad. That's why we keep calling the good version of Superman corny. And lame and all these other things. We want him to have that that angst. <laughs> and a lot of times we want him to be evil in our stories. Because if he's not... It is boring. A good guy who can basically end the fight before it begins? No way. No way we want that. Here's the thing. And it's kind of... Think about how we like our superheroes now. We like them a lot of things. We like them a lot of things. But we don't like them lame. We don't even like them overwhelmingly powerful. We like them realistically powerful. Like, yeah, hey, hey, hey. We like them to win, but not make it look too easy. Our very definition of heroes, superheroes, change all the time. So, we like our heroes with some angst, some some demons to fight against, some, some other things. We just want our heroes to be different and if a hero is too powerful, remember that saying. If God is all good, he can't be all powerful. If he's all powerful, he can't be all good. Something like that. And that's what we've assigned to Superman. If Superman is that powerful, what's to stop him? And this is what Lex has always been afraid of with Superman. These other Superman-type characters, what Lex has been afraid of that time and again, yeah, Superman may do good this time, and he may save the day this time, and he may save the day this time, but it's only going to take that one time. That one time he decides not to save the day. Or that one time he decides to save the day in a manner that he sees fit that may not be acceptable to other things. That one time he's going to say, you know what, leaders... Of the anything, I don't think you're doing it right. So guess who's going to take it over? I am. Or some other things. Because. <sighs> powerful people and the powerless people both have the same fear in my opinion. People who are more powerful than them. That's always a fear. But what is the person with the most power fear? Maybe that someone with more power will come along. Maybe that eventually their, you know, their power will corrupt them. Both Homelander, Omni-Man, and Brightburn, we have detail of what if they fear nothing? If they fear nothing at all, then they respect nothing. And they respect nothing will stop them from doing what they want, when they want, how they want. You see, that's different. That's different than Clark. Clark has fears. Clark fears for the safety of his loved ones. He fears for the Earth. 
his adopted home. He fears about people. The, 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 he cares on a different level. See, because Clark is Clark. That is who he is. He chooses to be Superman. He chooses to be Superman. Even in a world that mm, doesn't necessarily trust Superman. And he chooses to do the right thing. Even though with him, it's so easy for him to not do the right thing. And that brings us back to us as a society. I think we, it's hard for us to fathom a Superman character who is all good. Because all good is subjective and all good is relative. And with those things, we just can't believe a Superman that would just save the day. It's like you have all that power and you wouldn't use it against people. I think a lot of us have a hard time believing that because we see the world <laughs> and we see what people in power do when they have power. And a lot of times, it's not great things for the world. It's never been. So then, when you think of it like that way, I was like, oh, of course they can't believe in a Superman character. Why? Because when we were children, we believed things. As children, we believe adults are invincible, they are smart and wise and all-knowing, and when you become an adult, that's a magical thing that makes you figure everything out and puts it in place. And then as you become an adult, you realize, oh, shoot, an adult is just a child that got older. <laughs> an adult flounders around, gains some wisdom here and there. But we really don't know if it's wisdom at the end of the day, because we just can see it through our subjective, this era lens. So we feel that it's wisdom. And I'm talking about practical knowledge. Well, part of me is talking about practical knowledge, but I'm talking about overall. Adults are just children who aged. That's it. And you're like, oh, when you turn to, into that adult that now kids are looking at or other people you have to react, it's like, wow, I don't feel the change when I'm a child. Obviously, your thoughts are more mature. But you're not the deific figure that you believed adults to be when you were younger. And then you can understand a little bit, oh, we're too cynical to believe in Superman. We're too cynical to believe in someone with a lot of power who would do nothing but good at all times and not have an ulterior motive and not eventually turn his or her back on you and not eventually do the wrong thing. Why? Because we've not experienced it. We've not experienced it. As we go older, we just learn how more and more twisted this world is. It's like, oh crap, this is all bad. Or a lot of this is bad. And if a Superman did exist in real life, if that Superman did exist in real life, then we would be screwed. Because, in the past, 
when one set's been more powerful than the other set, one way or the other, it's not turned out good for the other set. So just imagine being a creature in existence that's overwhelmingly more powerful than you are. There's no way he can be good. There's no way he can be good. And I think that's the door with Superman that we've opened and shut behind us. So even though Superman will always be around, none of us will ever see him in that same way. Because we all feel like he's one misstep away from being the bad guy that we would know he would be in real life. And that is why I say, in my mind, Superman is dead. Long live Superman. <laughs> now about this, these were all just my opinions. I thought it was fun. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting how we've deconstructed the Superman character. And I've taken my two classes of psychology and what I know about the world and decided to make a podcast episode about it. I thought it was pretty interesting. <laughs> I think all ten of the people that listen to this will be like, Oh God, what is this guy talking about? Superman this, Superman that, where is he going with this? But I hope you understand where I was going with it. So I went somewhere. And you came along for the ride. And for that, I appreciate you. And for the record, I don't believe Superman's dead. I really believe our belief in Superman is dead. And that's my point. That's really my point. Not that Superman is dead, but our belief in Superman is dead. Because our belief in superheroes are dead. Because they can only exist on the big screen. And even then, we got some questions. But one thing I'm not going to question is this thing we got going on here. <laughs> this podcast episode. And I'm shooting up the charts. Actually, I don't know I'm shooting up the charts because I signed up for a few different places, signed up for a few different apps or online services that tell you where you rank. And all I know is I don't rank in the top 100 in any category. <laughs> I didn't need them to tell me that. Like, come on, don't rank 10,000, 100,000. Is anyone listening to me? And they were like, we can definitely tell you if people are listening. And I've been waiting weeks for the data. And it has not come back yet. So I wanted to tell you. I wanted to share that with you to see, hey, here we are now. Let's see where we are a year from now. Because I'm absolutely sure. Even though even though I don't I you know, I I don't have that many listeners, I'm sure I have more than I've had by this time last year. I think an Eshkol growth. Decimal growth. <laughs> anyway. I thank you for rocking with me this time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for visiting my corner of the universe. Maybe one day I can visit yours. But until then, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye now.